It's it's so great to see all of your faces today. So rare that, that I get this this lovely panel. I wish the viewers, the viewers, the listeners at home could see what I'm seeing. It's, it's quite. You wish they could nice. be viewers. It's uh, maybe someday, yeah. But uh, for now, listeners, it looks like the uh, opening to the Brady Bunch. Yeah, oh, there yeah. was a like story about a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. This is the the long awaited, long promised, totally burned on other podcast uh, podcasts um, discussion about Elden Ring. You guys ready to talk about Elden Ring? So, I think we're talking oh, about Skyrim. Oh yeah, Skyrim. It's the same game. I think we're. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Bloodborne <laughs> too, which I played. Skyrim has better yeah, combat. Skyrim has better be combat. Sure. Better horses too. I had a too. friend over, and. I, I made him play Bloodborne because he'd only like played Skyrim, and he was like, "You don't like the combat." I'm like, you? How can you say that? To, to Bloodborne? Yeah. Then then Bloodborne. I don't I don't understand. He was wow. he had a weird the way he thought about things was just very different. Just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> truly. <laughs> I've had a few friends who are adamantly against Bloodborne. Yeah, two of them are here. Oh, and I actually. Yeah, that's true. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> They're like Dark Souls is better than no. Bloodborne. Okay, it is whatever. Better, but Bloodborne Bloodborne is whatever. Go, go go away. Just like go take a train somewhere. I can like them all. <laughs> Everybody. Can't agrees. we like them all? Yeah. Like, can I like them all? They're all good. I like all of the things. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think we're, we're gonna start some shit this podcast. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So wait, All we're right. talking about Elden. I guess we're not. I guess we're not starting shit because I, I, <laughs> I said we're gonna start shit, and then nobody yeah, threw no, shit at each other. It was just silent. But I, I guess we're not throwing shit. That's fine. It's, uh, oh, I got some shit to throw. Let me How tell about you. This? I, I've been is Elden Ring the I've best? Been raging over game. text. This is this is a common yes. sentiment that I hear critically of this game. Is it? Uh, I think so, but I don't like open world games that much. Yeah, that's except you play them all the time. <laughs> I, I hate play them. I'm like, oh my god, Horizon Zero Dawn is so good. You got to play it. And then I play it, and I'm like, what are all these fucking icons? Like, why do I have to go to all these vaults where are this, which are the same thing? And then, and then I'm faced with that weird discourse where I'm like, guys, this game, like the next one, the next entry of Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm not gonna play it. I'm not falling for it again. Don't you dare. Tell me to play it. I don't care for oh, your nine out of ten. I good. don't care. Uh, all right, let's do a little math here, guys. Let's let's do. Oren loves this. How many? Let's let's combine our hours so that we can say how many total hours mm. of knowledge we have of Elden Ring. Uh, Mike, what was it? you said two fifty? Yep, I'm uh I'm at two. Oh my God, Kevin, what are you at? Two thirty. Two thirty. What's you really? You're not keeping up with the work. Here. Yeah, I guess I guess Oren. not. <laughs> Mike said, "I'm from me, I guess." Uh, I, I think mine was only like 1:30, but okay. add another 40 hours of watching YouTube videos about it. If that makes sense, okay. so 170, uh, I feel like. I'm gonna give you 130. Uh, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> nearly 100, like 98, I think. Yeah, I'm at 115. So. That gives us, if my, my calculator serves me correctly, 825 combined hours. That's a, So that's a pretty good amount of expertise. Has everyone beaten the game? Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Do you want to hear something shameful? I have not beaten the game. <laughs> shameful wow. display. Where are you at? I'm on the last oh. boss. I fought the yeah. last boss probably like 15 times, and then I just was like, mm. this is so annoying. I wanted to summon people, and I'm going to bitch about this later, but the summoning is broken like with for me. I, I cannot yep. get... Okay. Yeah, I can't get another human in, into my world on that last boss to save my life. I am a strength build, so that last phase of the last boss is very challenging. Um, cheap, I would say. A lot of yeah. chasing. Yeah, a lot it's just of not fun. It just annoyed the shit out of me. So I was like, you know what? I'll do this later. <clears throat> I watched the cutscenes. I know everything. Yeah. I played the game, but I shamefully have not beaten the last boss. At least have you beaten Millennia? No, actually. Okay. I mean, who here has beaten Millennia? That's the question. Who's beaten Millennia? Me. I have. Okay. I've also helped people in co-op eater. Nice. Have you? Player. Have any of you met that naked uh, guy with the pot on his head that no. was being memed to death? No. I've never met him. <laughs> no. Um, I stopped summoning people uh, entirely. So, uh, partly because it's broken, but it's also not worth it. And I've beaten Millennia twice on two separate builds. Mm. And the first one, I had no issues. I just I mm -hmm. steamrolled right through her. And then the second one took about like 20 times. It was crazy. Millennia was uh, 100 plus for me, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Attempts? Yeah. Millennia, I think, was. Oh, I think Millennia may have been the hardest boss for me in the game. Because um, I was really. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say something shameful. Be ready for this. Uh, uh, I was really dependent on the mimic tier, <gasps> tier for a lot of stuff. Did you also and use bleed? I don't think I did. No, but <laughs> but Millennia is the one boss fight in the game where that's a bad strategy because she can get health she back. Yeah. So I had to force myself to beat her solo. Man, that was just a, it was I, a lot. I <laughs> I used the mimic tier on Millennia and I steamrolled her like. It was easy mode for me. Like it, it's just all you need to do is just sort of trade the aggro, and you're done. You know what I mean? Like that. It was that simple. And I did have a bleed build. Oh, for sure. I didn't like plan for that. I just happened to have it. Um, but no, I was able to. And she staggers pretty easily. It's almost like uh, Maria is Maria from Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. she, yeah. Like how she staggers a lot. Yeah. Like it was kind of similar to that. Um, so yeah, very yeah. similar. That boss fight. felt like it was yeah. an homage to Maria. And Elfried mm -hmm. from Dark Souls 3's mm -hmm. DLC. I felt like that was what they were going for. The, like, fast lady who has no hyper armor. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the, yeah. the sort of... I mean, Maria has more big slashes, but, like, yeah, the, the big slash attack. But this one is just mm -hmm. um, the, the most insane thing you could think of. Just, like, 75. Yeah, the anime yeah. cuts. <laughs> right. Is yeah. that dodgeable? It is, yeah. It is? Okay. Yes, you can roll through it. Really? Well, okay. That Yeah, I, I so did not know that. you do have to yeah. sort of like run away yeah. when she starts that, you know, anime attack. Um, but she will always uh, get close enough to you. Um, and that's when you actually have to reverse and roll through her. Hmm. It's kind of So, when I when I really struggled with that fight, I was a mage build and you can't stagger mm -hmm. her on a mage build. Like there's really not a whole lot and the casting speed, like, even if you have the fastest casting possible, it's still yeah. way too mm. slow for her. Uh, and so that was the fight where, like, I, you know, it, it took me a, a weekend, 20 plus tries, and I really had to 
understand her moveset, the battle. I even left and acquired uh, different spells just to uh, yeah. keep up with her speed. Like, I had to completely, like, change everything. And I could not use the Mimic, because uh, I think, as, as Zach said, like, it's just free health for her. Uh, I think I might be misremembering. For some reason, like, I thought, like, I beat her without the Mimic tier, but I think I tried a lot to beat her without it. But I, I think what I ended up doing with the Mimic tier is, I think the way I beat her is, because um, my... Because I could stagger her easily, so like what I would do is I would hit her once, and then my I would time it with, with the mimic tier where he would yeah, back hit her like right after. Yeah. It would be like da dun, da dun, like that's how I would hit mm-hmm. her. But it was still like that was it was still rough because sometimes um, my mimic tier would just get caught in that um, crazy attack where mm-hmm. she lifts her sword up and slashes it, and then she would just get all her health back. So that was just uh, yep. I mean that that fight was really hard. Uh, uh, yeah. That, yeah. All, also, I beat her really easily pre one zero three patch, and then my mage build was I think when they incorrectly buffed her <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. too much. Um, so I am I am actually curious. Did people really struggle artificially uh, mm. at that patch point when like her 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 health um, regenerate would override any damage you did right that was recently so i don't think uh i don't think Oren, you didn't fight her recently right no i um yeah i think i actually beat her before the patch yeah, yeah. can uh can i, I have strength and heavy yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna i can i ask the group what builds did we all do like what weapons like if we want to go through what everyone played like so we have some uh better understanding i mean we know what mike but like Orin, what was your build? Like what weapon? Maybe talismans, if you can recall. Um, I was a bloodhound uh, fang. Same. That that sword, because it just it, it just felt the best to use, and I felt like I could just smash everything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still had like nice dexterity, so it was just fast enough. So I, I used that one, and it seems like that's a popular sword that a lot of people use. Did you use that, Zach? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which sword did you use? The Bloodhound Fang. It's like a curved greatsword. Bloodhound. Yeah, you get, you get it, it from, from the from, mm-hmm. Yeah, with the uh, that knife, who, that knight who is kind of like slumped over, and it's a part of Blyde's quest quest line. Um, mm-hmm. But that's a bleeder, right? Yeah. It's also uh, I guess, a little bit. I, yeah. I guess it was. A, I did use the bleeder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that thing is great. Right. That thing is really good. And uh, and then, like, I, for the armor set, I settled on the House of Hoslo armor from Juno Hoslo that you get in, um, like, uh, not, obviously not for New Game Plus, but or for the my first playthrough, but for my subsequent two playthroughs, yeah. I used that. And my talismans, I used a lot of the... Uh, like the plus two strength, plus two defense ones, the ones with like the green beads all over it. So that was my build. Gotcha, Mike. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a plus stamina. Yeah, that one. But what you about mean? you, Mike? Uh, the first time I beat her, I was a blasphemous blade build. So I was. Uh, is that pure strength and faith? Right hmm. sword. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So the uh, weapon art on that was uh, and is very good because it always knocks 
uh, an, an enemy down. Mm. Oh, really? So I did that with a yeah. mimic, <laughs> and we were basically just trading weapon art damage, knocking her over. It was uh, very, very trivial. Mm. Mm. Sounds like I need to get the mimic tier. I have not yeah. used that at all, and uh, everybody keeps talking about it like it's the only game in town. It's uh, it's hidden in like um, a, it's I hidden think... in, like, in a room in the Night City that seems kind of nondescript. Hmm. You have to have a uh, little stone. Yeah, Oleg is really good too for the to summons. Knight Oleg, very powerful. Oh yeah, yeah. I use him sometimes. Um, my build. I played most of the game with the Banished Knight's Greatsword, which is basically like the Dark Souls two Claymore. I think in terms of mm-hmm. the move set. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a strength build, sometimes I would use a shield. Sometimes I would use bleed, but mostly strength. Currently, I'm like sixty strength, sixty oh, okay, figure. Yeah. Yeah, I also made my vigor 60, as uh, Mike had said <laughs> in the chat, you know, weeks ago. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. And it, it has helped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's just really what prevents yeah. you from getting one shot in the game. Yeah. Because there, there's just way too much that... Uh, and maybe we can get into the section of dislikes of the game, but the, the, the personally, the fire giant for me was just... It was like insta-kill every, every single time mm. until I got my vigor up. Yeah. I uh, before we talk about dislikes, uh, Kevin, what was your build? <clears throat> I used the uh, Claymore. So I used I respect 10, 15 times <laughs> first playthrough um, because I really like the mechanics and RPG systems of these, these the FromSoft games. I always to try all different things. But my main build through most of the game was uh, Heavy Claymore. Um, I used... Um, I wore Greyhorn Trow's armor or Trow's armor. The heaviest armor in the game, highest ACs, uh, highest poise, um, and then I, so I also switched that sometimes to a knight's uh, a knight sword, knight's great sword. So power stance, two great swords uh, for the uh, extra L one damage. Um, obviously, when you're hitting a shield enemy with with two one handers, they bounce off versus two handing a, a, a great sword. But uh, I found that the, the damage bonus from using two great swords was significant enough to. Kill the final boss, who was not dying from the regular Claymore. I think the Claymore is a little underpowered in that game. I've used the Claymore across, I think, every FromSoft game. I think I've beaten at least one time with that weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't quite mm-hmm. do enough damage. I did use it with a Giant Hunt, which ultimately ended up becoming the way that I just played the game, was I would just run up and Giant Hunt every single enemy over and over until they died. Because the R1s were not effective enough in terms of their hyper armor damage, the poise they gave me, or the damage they were outputting. So, yeah. I digress. <laughs> um. No, I, I, I actually feel the same. Uh, I've beaten every FromSoft game that has a Claymore with the Claymore. Yeah, me too. It's my favorite weapon, uh, except for Elden Ring. There was just something about it that was... It was almost like the game wasn't designed just to use yeah. standard weapons. Because I think every subsequent playthrough, I've only done, you know, like the uh, uh, Somber Smithing Stone type, yeah. type of... Uh, Boss weapon. Upgrades. Um, boss weapon mm. and i think the game is almost designed uh to 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 rely on weapon arts like too much i mean but it's it's one of those things for me where it's like if you have all these animations they made and they look cool and <laughs> they're nice like wouldn't you want people to use them like dark souls 3 i never touched weapon arts at all you know so i feel like they probably they wanted to like mm-hmm. you know make people and, and they probably just took a lot of the weapon arts from 3 and brought them in um so I get why they would want to, but yeah, I think to your point, it just makes, I mean, one standard weapons take forever to upgrade. 
I'm not going to go through the work of doing that. Um, and two, um, yeah, they're just, wait, what was I saying? I lost my thought. Mid thought. I'm sorry. I have like <laughs> weapon arts. The weapon arts. I felt like, so I did a lot of Dark Souls 3 PvP, and mm-hmm. um, I felt like the PvP with the weapon arts is really balanced in 3, but in this game, it's kind of like that's all everyone does is weapon arts. And it just seems like the game is designed Dude. so heavily around weapon arts and status effects that anything that isn't based on that yeah. is kind of inferior mm-hmm. in terms of balance. Let's let's have a dedicated conversation about PvP in a minute because okay. I think there's I have a lot to say about that. But um, let's let's get into like big picture. What, what, what do you guys think? This like uh, how, how is your feeling now that everybody's completed or mostly completed the game? Like how how did Elden Ring leave you feeling? Um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I actually really loved Elden Ring. I uh, I think when it comes to just it, it's kind of a t- a tale of two games for me. It is the best open world game I've ever played, but maybe not the best Dark Souls game I've ever played. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is, I think when it comes to lore and exploration, it's just uh, it just destroys the competition. Like the feeling of of discovering just cool stuff in that game. Like the moment this is a, this is a. Uh, a spoiler cast, by the way. So I'm gonna be, we're going to be spoiling yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. I should say. We're already talking about the last boss. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But um, when I went to Kalid and I discovered that giant dragon there, mm-hmm. mm. the feeling I had just seeing that has just there hasn't been another open world game that's captured that feeling of like, oh my god, what what is this? Where am I? And uh, so when it just comes to discovery and how the story unfolds and unlocking the mysteries of that world, the, on- the only game that I think comes close is, well, like, the only game that I think matches it is The Outer Wilds. Um, but when it comes to a Dark Souls game, uh, I think it has some major balancing issues that we've already been touching upon that keep it from being the best Dark Souls game. So that's where I'm at. The best open world game, not the best Dark Souls game. Is that the consensus? Because that, that is how I feel ultimately. Like I think the open world stuff is is absolutely top tier. Um, but like the boss battles are just not as fun as Sekiro mm-hmm. ultimately, or or even Dark Souls or Dark Souls Three. I th- I feel like uh, I yeah. I mostly agree. I, Zach I feel seems like, like uh, he disagrees. I I think like uh, so. I was playing with my friend Josh. Um, Josh, who if you guys don't know, the listeners don't know. I know him literally from invading him in Dark Souls One back when it was on first on PC. Yeah, that's how I met him. <laughs> that's awesome. And then like when like we had these like with this this event from like we had, the, we had fires here, we had all evacuate, and like I just stayed at his house, and I was like, wow, I can stay at this guy's house because I invaded him in Dark Souls. Like what? <laughs> What a world, right? Anyways, we were co-oping. We co-op through all the Souls games together. We were, we were playing Elden Ring, and we both were in the Altus Plateau, and we were talking about how, like, man, visually this is stunning. But for some reason to me, the world just didn't quite feel as believable. And I think the reason for that is because it's such a big game, they probably can't polish every single nook and cranny to the degree they could do with the Metroidvania worlds. So while I think the world is incredible, and it's probably top two maybe number one best world design I've ever seen. I still feel like and compared to kind of what Orm was saying, the older games, I think the worlds were just more believable and and, and just better in the old games. Even even Sekiro. 
I, there's something about like the ruins of this game just don't feel like they've sold me quite as much. Not that they're not incredible, because they are. I'm just saying in comparison to their other works, I was less convinced by the world. And he had the same sentiment, and I was like, that's interesting that you also feel this way. I'm like, do I just have a bias because I played so many FromSoft games that I don't feel as immersed in them? And that Dark Souls 1 just immersed me more because I played it when I was, you know, it was the first time I played it? Or is it just that something about the open world? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I think there's something there. I think, like, so, yeah, I've played how many? I mean, I've not beaten all of the FromSoft games in this style. Um, but I think being like my brain when i'm playing these games it's like it's hard to like get immersed and be like oh this is a big world and i'm like learning new things i'm just like all right i need to find the boss like i'm thinking very mechanically about it i'm thinking very like how do i not die a lot and for the most part i don't think i died a lot besides to certain bosses um and it's because i've just like i've i've grown accustomed to how these games are played and and the language that they use to design them and so I'm I like it's hard for me to get into the world and it, it's sort of sad in retrospect and I think now that I've beaten it I can like watch lore videos and like you know do more exploring and put pieces together now that I kind of know what is even fucking objectively happening um but yeah so I'm just I'm playing the game and I'm just trying to beat it and so I think it kind of loses some of the magic. Whereas, yeah, when you first played Dark Souls or when I first played Bloodborne, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, I have no idea what's going on. And it's crazy. And you can, like, you're learning the game as you're learning the story. And, like, so that's intertwined. And that was more interesting. Whereas now I'm just like, I'm just like, how do I beat this? Where do I fucking go? You know? And maybe I'm just jaded. And I just have played too many of these games in relatively quick succession. I mean, I just played Sekiro before. But I think that's different enough to not it shouldn't have soured this experience i don't think but that's kind of where i am it was like i i couldn't i like i like some of the discovery but eventually i was just like this shit's like a hundred hours i just want to beat it how do i do that efficiently you know and I'm a, I'm a very impatient person when it comes to media in general like the first time i see or play anything i'm like when is this over so i could like enjoy it later um so i think maybe replays will be better but for me it was just a little um a little disappointing but yeah that's my two mm -hmm. cents uh i'll go next so i really enjoyed elden ring uh i enjoyed it enough that i'm on my third playthrough and one of the things because i am constantly comparing it to other FromSoft games right um i don't think elden ring's my favorite but as an open world game uh, I think it is very good. However, it does feel like it was designed to be linear. So the first time I played it, um, you know, I had all the cool surprises, right? Like yeah. I was teleported to Kalid and uh, I explored literally everything. So what I liked is I could look in any direction. I could, you know, look at a mountain, look at a structure and I could go to that. Like that was, th th that was great. There was no blocked off like skybox. My second playthrough, I just mm -hmm. rushed to every single yeah. boss. Like, I, I probably blew through it in 15 hours. My third playthrough, though, I really tried to follow the direction of the graces. And that's when I started to run into NPCs that I never actually ran through, like, my first two, two runs. That's when I felt like, oh, this is actually the flow of the world. So you're not constrained by it, but it actually felt like 
there is a yeah. proper way to go through it. Um, I just think FromSoft can't can't help that. Like they can't escape that sort of uh, design philosophy. Hmm. Yeah, it also uh, is it the best open world game to me? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I actually love open world games to be honest, but. I think as far as open world designs go, I, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima uh, might actually be my favorite, even though I didn't enjoy the game as much. Mm. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like, I don't care about open worlds. So, like, I like I don't even, like, think about the game like that. I'm just like, how is the moment to moment? And I'm just, like, kind of getting through, you know, and, like, Obviously, I should care about, like, the meta experience of, like, how does it get you from point A to point B, and how does it let you go to these places? But when I'm playing, I'm just like, all right, where do I need to kill next? That's how I handle it. And that's how I handle most open-world games. I'm just like, and it's sad. <laughs> yeah. Very efficient. You know, I, but I, I don't yeah, do all the extraneous stuff if I play, like, some more classic open-world game. I'm just trying to, like, like a GTA, it's just like, I'm just doing the main missions. I ain't fucking around. So, yeah, that's my perspective. Yeah, interesting. I, I think for me, the thing that like makes it pretty solidly, in my opinion, like among the strongest open world games, is that there's just such a variety of things to find, and that like every time I would go in a direction and just kind of ride, I would always find something that was interesting to me, and like something cool would happen. Like I remember the first time I rode into Kaylit, I found this tower, and there's this crazy violin music playing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, and I start jumping around and like like. For a hundred hours, a hundred plus hours, it kept like leading me on these little adventures, and it never told me go here, do this. It was just like I went there and I found something, and it was interesting enough to continue to investigate. And and I think that that's like that's not something that everybody likes. So it, it's it's but like if you like that, like a good open world game that does that and makes you think like you're leading your own journey, is pretty rewarding and potent. And I think that Elden Ring probably does it better than anything else. Hmm. I think in terms of yeah. exploration as a, as gameplay, absolutely. There's like no question. It does yeah. some of the best I think I've mm-hmm. seen. Um, I just when I think of like mechanically open world, like is it benefited? I don't know. Like if I think of Death Stranding, like the open world is the game mechanics yeah. versus this game, like it's it's not quite to that level. Or or like even like Red Dead or something, where like there's all these systems in place that are happening. Um, like 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 with the you know, bounties and you know there's, there's the NPCs have these kind of lives. Like Elden Ring doesn't have that stuff. So I think like open world games for me need to have really good exploration if it doesn't have a lot of systems to make like the world doesn't feel very systemic mm-hmm. which I think it doesn't in this game yeah I also just think like the way um, you get from point A to point B and all of the different ways you can go about it's so interesting to me like um, uh, one of the hardest early bosses in the game what were the um, Crucible Knight and the Leonine misbegotten at uh, Caleb. Those Crucible Knights are hard the fought. whole time. Yeah. Red Bane Castle. <laughs> they were hard the whole time, but that was like... That, they are, yeah. In my opinion, I, uh, I've said this before, but the hardest boss in the game is every time I fought a yeah. Crucible Knight, especially the ones with the shields. But um, that was one of the hardest early game boss, boss fights was were those two guys before Radon. And I, was, I remember playing it, and I talked to my brother who was also playing it at the same time, and he was like, what boss fight are you talking about? Like, uh, there was nobody there. Like, when I went into the fortress, Mm. there was no one there, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And then 
he was, <laughs> and then I talked to him, and he's like, oh, did you do Blythe Storyline? And I'm like, no, I don't even know who that is. He's like, oh, yeah, if you do Blythe Storyline, he, like, goes to Kaylin and tells you there's, like, a festival over there, and you can totally skip all of that stuff. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so like, I could have saved, saved myself the stress of uh, having to fight all those guys, but because, you know, From Software is so good with discovery and exploration, it rewards you for actually following up on a certain quest line. So that stuff, I think, was really what made it amazing to me, where you could actually be rewarded for actually paying attention to everything. Yeah, and the scale of it, Agreed. like how many, how many ways you can go about, like, I was watching, uh, uh, um, just never mind. Cut this out. <laughs> Cut out my my fart. Cut this my out. Floundering. No. Are you talking about Vati okay. Vidya again? Zach? No, I was oh thinking of God. like Iron Pineapple. I've been watching like his challenge run videos and stuff. But I, I, that's more like a build. Like the 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 amount of builds that you can do is is pretty wide and vast, which is something I think Kevin really enjoys. And that that's more his uh, pocket. Um, I was trying to say like Definitely. the way to get to different bosses or like how to beat the game like you can do as much as you want as little as you want like if you go to Nakron mm -hmm. you can you know get to the deep root which would let you fight uh, like Fia's like I don't know disciples or whatever and then you can travel to Leyendel right. like I never fought the tree sentinel outside of Leyendel until like after I beat the game because I didn't ride up to <laughs> Leyendel I teleported there through the deep root uh teleporter whatever by the the by godwin's dead corpse well not dead i don't know half dead living in death <laughs> yeah um yeah his his soul is dead but body's his body's alive, alive. Yeah. <laughs> while, while uh Ron, ronnie's um soul is alive but her body's, but her body's dead. Dead. right she's a doll yeah right um <laughs> yeah she's a doll but yeah, so I think it's cool that there's so many ways to like get places and and do the and yeah. You, apparently, can you skip God Rick? Is that his name? God Rick? can. Yeah. So like, yeah, you can. I, I didn't even know he was there till like forty hours. So I didn't even game. know you I could skip him. Until yeah, exactly. Forty hours in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's cool that like it's just there's so much choice and freedom. It's like a Dark Souls one, but expanded out, you know, to whatever. And like obviously, there's necessary fights but at least with this you can choose which mm -hmm. um uh, uh the rune bearers to fight to to progress so whereas in you know dark souls one it's like you have to fight nito and uh seath and then the other two yeah yeah there's a lot of gated bosses in yeah almost all yeah. the other FromSoft games yeah. like it is it is incredibly linear and yeah, like you can ride around Stormvale Castle. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to go to it. It's funny because <laughs> playing this game on launch, um, I was talking to all of my friends who were playing it, and everyone was telling me, "Did you do this?" I'm like, "No, I didn't see that." Yeah. Like, wait, what? Where's that? Like, wait, did you see this? Like, no, I didn't even know that existed. Like, wait, wait how did I miss that? Wait, what? So, like, I definitely, the, in terms of the scope and, and, and options and content, there's no FromSoft game that even comes close to this because, right. like, there's so many things that you can miss. Like, it's it's incredible. It's, it's, it's such a game that's so densely packed. And on the flip side of that, sometimes I felt a little anxious that I was missing things. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, have to hit this game. Like, what if I, I've missed this, I missed this, I missed this, I missed this. And I had the same thing that, that, that you had, uh, Oren, with, like, I, I went to go fight those two guys, the Crucible Knight and the, and the Lion Dude, and I went there, and all of a sudden they were all chanting, and, and Alexander and Blythe right. were there. And I was like, wait, what the hell happened to the boss? <laughs> Did I miss the boss? Can I not do this now? So it was, it was cool. It was, I liked that, that dynamic nature of all the different stuff. I was, I was really on board with that, too. 
They come back. They do. I like how I like how spoiler adverse Kevin is because when when we were first playing through the game, it was like a protocol <laughs> negotiation with him. It was like, did you see an area that was hot? And it was like, yes or no. Uh, but I, I was so excited to talk about certain things, and he was like, man, I. <laughs> I'm not there yet, or I haven't seen that, or, you know, it, it was just, it, it is really funny uh, how different a playthrough someone yeah, can go through. agreed. Yeah. You want to hear something, like, really funny? And I, I felt like such a fool, but uh, for, for it wasn't until, like, my third playthrough that I realized that Morgoth and Margot are the same character. I just thought they were, like, twins really? the whole time. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> I was like, it's so funny. I was like... And I think, like, the thing is, is that the shackle, like, in the item description said, like, oh, he has a twin, but the twin is Moog yeah, or right. whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not yeah. Margaret. So, like, that, like, sometimes I was missing just really obvious stuff like that. So, but it's, that's why it's fun to talk to people because, you know, I feel like I get a lot of my epiphanies just talking to other people about it. Definitely. I also like how uh, you randomly run into... Morgoth again yeah. right the battlefield. <laughs> oh, yeah, like you a, do. Huh? It happened to me after I killed Morgoth and it was too, just and I was like wait how does this work <laughs> yeah is this a projection or like a, oh. <laughs> a clone or yeah magic clone mm-hmm. a mimic if mm-hmm. you will yeah uh so speaking of Morgoth and Moog I just I kind of wanted to touch up how much I really loved sort of like the backstory and even the attention to detail between the two like Morgoth was uh, mm-hmm. ashamed that he was an omen mm. and you could tell like he he files off his horns uh he's he's still trying to be you know very kingsley right uh whereas moog is he fully embraces it his horns are just this beautiful display wrapped around his head uh he is like the the epitome of pure evil and it's it, it was it was such a great dichotomy just seeing both yeah. of those yeah, together. I feel, I feel like Morgoth is like a simp for the Erd Tree, even though the Erd Tree just never gives back. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> just like I'm fighting for you, but I'm getting nothing That's out of it. a true simp. Yeah. A true simp Please is love love me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah Moga's like the devil. If you look at... He's got like a, like a yeah. pitchfork on my... I know it's like candles or whatever, but yeah. It's pretty much... He also, one of his horns is growing into his eye. Like, that happens to some rams, I think. Oh, yeah. If you look at yeah, them. Yeah, if they're too long. Or, like, bo- those boars mm-hmm. who have, like, their teeth grow out of their, like, their snouts or whatever. I know that's kind of unrelated, but things let their bones grow too long. <laughs> yeah. Moog was the boss that gave me the most trouble in the game, actually. He's a I went mother. to his, his boss area early, and he has a lot of den- uh, area of denial, like, zoning attacks yeah. that really effed me over mm-hmm. in melee that's when i respect in the index and i just maged him down because uh, i was getting frustrated i was only like level like 90 or 82 and i had like a I had like a plus seven weapon or something and he was just wrecking me it was it was a very hard fight that's it <laughs> is and also the thing he <laughs> yeah. does too is he does the attack where he eats your estus you have to drink you know so there i found out much later but there's actually a um a physics flask oh um is it the thing? I forget what they're called. Uh, that you can find. Is that it the damage negation? Oh, really? No, it's it's something oh. specifically for that boss fight where he can't leech your health. Like you don't, you, you can drink away, and yeah. I think those like three red rings that that build up around oh, you will, will uh, dissipate. Hmm. 
So, okay. so, so that would have made just that fight so because you only have like three drinks by the end of that. You like have no mm-hmm. health, and he's like flapping around, dropping blood all over you, and fire, and you know. Mm. Yeah, that that fight helped. is hmm. so like even the even the non uh, two parter where you fight him uh, in the in the the sewers or whatever, like just the his mm. his aggressiveness mm-hmm. with his attacks is just there's no room for error, and it fucked me up. So I had to summon. Well, at least my first time. I've beaten him in the sewers alone once. Uh, that felt good. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that was uh, outside of the sewers was where I laid down my summon sign a lot, and it was yeah. it was really fun helping people fight that boss. Uh, I I fought a dozen times and actually only completed maybe once. Uh, half the time it was because yeah. of multiplayer disconnects. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part. Do we want to talk about PvP? Is that something people want to talk about? We could talk a little bit about PvP. Uh, so, PvP is is a long-standing tradition of the Dark Souls proper games. Um, and as the games have gone forward, the, the emphasis on being more like a fighting game has, has kind of lessened, and it's become more about like doing these special big attacks... Uh, what do you think about this, Kevin? Yeah, um, I, Aaron and I both had PvP extensively in Dark Souls One. We even built like PvP twinks and did level one playthroughs and, and two did, and two. Yeah, that's true, and actually. Three. And three, but we, I mean, PvP all of them. But um, it did it. It does feel like the emphasis on using regular R ones has been diminished. One one way they diminished it was the uh, you can only do a four hit string with a lot of weapons or mm. five or six hit depending on if it's mm-hmm. a fast weapon. Used to be able to R1 until your stamina went through. I get why they do that. People were complaining a lot about R1 spam and PvP, but I do kind of feel like it's that it makes it so that um, Ashes of War are even more powerful now. Um, it does feel like whenever I'm fighting someone, they're either going for a status effect or an Ash of War. And often they will purely just Ash of War over and over again, or they'll hit you once. They will just do the same move over yeah. and over and over. I think it's yeah. like twofold things. I think it's one, the design of the game, but I also think the game has a much larger player base who are, that's how they know how to play because that's kind of what the game rewards. So that's kind of just how they've learned. So I can't entirely blame people for doing that because that does kind of seem like how the game is designed. But it does feel like... I don't, like, if I was compared to Dark Souls 3, I think Dark Souls 3 is mechanically the best um, FromSoft game, other than maybe Sekiro, obviously. But for multiplayer, um, that game felt like it was, the by the last patch, the perfect balance. They, they nerfed all those stupid weapons. They even gave Ornstein his plume mm-hmm. when you wear the armor. Like, they got everything everyone wanted on the last patch. And um, I did PvP in that game extensively, mm-hmm. and I don't think Elden is even close to that level of balance or design. I'm going to drop my uh, hot take here, and that is... FromSoft's games are not good fighting games. They are not good PvP games. Yeah, they are. They are passable, uh, and people get really wrapped up in them. But they are fundamentally broken. Uh, and I would say ninety nine percent of the reason why is just because they have bad multiplayer coding. Mm. Um, there's way too much dependency on where the client thinks they are, how you can abuse the hitboxes for it, um, and then there are all these uh, build types. And it's, I, I think it's probably the worst in Elden Ring, where you're right, it's just, there's 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 two invaders, right? There's a Rivers of Blood invader, and then there's that Frenzy Sniper invader. Um, and like th- That's all I've encountered whenever someone invades us. I don't purposely play PvP. That's not, that's just not something I enjoy. 
However, I think FromSoft, like, I wouldn't be surprised if their next game, like Sekiro, doesn't have any multiplayer as part of it. Um, and I think they're testing the waters with the mm. uh, Ash summons. Because I will, I will stand by this comment and the fact that the Mimic Ash and some of the more, more powerful Ashes completely yeah. decentifies multiplayer. Mm. And multiplayer, like co-op and summoning, that is my bread and butter. Like, I love helping people fight bosses. It's, it's one of my favorite things. I like summoning people to fight a boss together. I love helping people. And it was almost like once, you know, the majority of the player base found the Mimic Ash, I couldn't summon. And I couldn't, I couldn't be summoned. It was just like, in the beginning of the game, I could be anywhere. I could be in a little dungeon, and I could summon someone. I could, and there would be dozens of signs down. Whereas, once I got to a certain point where I found the Mimic tier, or other people did, summoning's just dead. Uh, I'm in New Game Plus, and I've never summoned anyone at this point. Even my second playthrough, I just gave up. Because it was it was a bad experience. Right. Uh, either I would get disconnected, or they would get disconnected, and the boss would have like this huge <laughs> yeah. health buff, and it'd be like, great. Now I've got uh, now now I've got an extra hard boss and no one to help I've, me. I've got a story um, about summoning. I do want to respond to what you said about PvP briefly. Uh, I think you're right. The netcode has always been bad, and like in Dark Souls One, everybody was trying to do the lag stab yeah. where they would try to get behind oh, yeah. you and then get a free oh, backstab, yeah. which would do like seventy five percent of your health. So there's always been cheesiness. I do feel like these games have had a traditionally reasonably good dueling scene where you find a place where everybody goes, you put down your duel stone, and you have really good duels where people try to fight in good faith, more or less, and they don't try to abuse cheap tactics. In this game, that just doesn't exist for the most part. People just use the same three cheesy moves mm-hmm. over and over, or they'll just literally do the same move that hits you, you know, kills you in two hits, even if you have 60 vigor. Like, it, it's frustrating because there, there used to be that good dueling scene, particularly in Dark Souls 2. Like, it, it felt the most balanced and the, the net code felt the most cohesive. Do you think um, that just requires time yeah. to, like, you know, like a scene needs to form? Or, because it's only been, I guess, two months, but. Well, so there is okay. a dueling scene. Like, and, and, and I, there's a lot of people dueling, but what I'm saying is that in Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 1, the dueling scene revolved around people playing the game like a fighting game kind of like doing, you know, like trying to attack each other and, and, you know, playing the game like a fighting game, like, you know, attack, repose, blah, blah, blah. Now you get, you summon a a, a dueling partner and they'll just come in and they'll just do some crazy magic attack that takes up the entire screen and does half your health, you know, or like they'll just use the cheapest tactics instead of trying to have a good faith I guess, do you think it's possible that like, there's people who have feel the same way and they'll kind of, God, my hand is so large. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, the, the people who feel the same way and they'll come together either in like Reddit or some other third party site and like make a, a scene there where it's like, oh, we'll only fight with so standard. You don't think so? No, I okay. don't. And I'll tell you why. Because the game has so many broken uh, mm-hmm. mechanics and, and like like the PvP is just fundamentally not balanced for that and because there's always going to be cheap things that you can do that will two shot people with 60 vigor and you know the heaviest armor on nobody's going to fight in good faith or enough people aren't okay. that it's going to ruin the scene yeah. from my perspective well I hope for your sake I don't yet being people still play it <laughs> I think I think like I still do it yeah even though it's cheesy it's uh, yeah it does feel like there isn't. It's not going to be fixed because it's the design of the game is built around all of these things. Okay. So I don't see it changing, unfortunately. 
but it's a systems problem not a people problem i think fundamentally yeah because the game does really encourage that like it's kind of like people who would set they turn on the uh, tongue which allows people to come in non-stop and they would go on their horse and just sit on top of a building where you can't invade them and kill them and like they just sit there and let farm people come mm-hmm. in and they they you know you have to use your your black soul crystal to leave and then they get free souls so like there's just a lot of systems i feel like that are just there to be cheesy and like i don't know i just don't see them being addressed i you know i don't know yeah, I, I think those are unintended consequences that are very yeah. difficult to solve. Yeah. I just hope Sadly. maybe there's people who... Yeah. Like, it'd be like 10 people. You just got to make a group. You just got to make a dueling group. Just go the find The duels people. are really fun still. If you find people... If you find, like my, my friend Josh and I, we duel like all the time. We'll spend like hours yeah. just dueling each other. And that's really fun. <clears throat> it's still really fun. But... Um, like in Dark Souls 3, there was a zone called Boreal of Irithyll Valley. Yeah. And it had a covenant that was all about invading. And people would invade you. So, like, mm-hmm. this game has no PvP covenants at all. It doesn't have any of that yeah, stuff right. at all. So there's no real one site to do lots of PvP action. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, Boreal area, I remember you could have six people total fighting. You could have 3v3s. This game, the uh, invader slots and the co-oper slots are together. So, like, like in, in Dark Souls 3, you'd had two slots for invaders, and you had two slots for summoning phantoms, right? And they, were, they, they, they couldn't, like, an invader couldn't take up a co-op slot. Oh, okay. In this game, you can have four total players. That's okay. it. Whether, whether four total invaders or co-opers. So if you have three co-opers or two co-opers with you, only one person can invade. Huh. And that's it. So then you give these gank squads. That's what happens when I was invading. I just kept getting killed by people who can't, camping on, on top of hills, like shooting magic at me, <laughs> gank squad. And it was like, this is lame, guys. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I digress. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Maybe at some point there will be a Reddit group that's like, hey, don't use these three yeah. weapons that just have obviously known cheesy things and people... People will fight in more good faith, but I'm skeptical or skeptical just because of how my experience so far, even though I keep doing it because I, I still find it fun. Like, and, and you will get good fights, but it's like half the fights will be... What you should use unpleasant. is Bloodhound Step. If you don't use that, you will never win it in PvP. Mm-hmm. It's a natural war. That's, yeah. It's like super it's dodge. It's like dodge through like magic It's like Darkwood Grain Ring. Yeah, you can dodge like super far. Yeah. Like you can dodge like very, very far away. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys want to talk about summoning real quick? Because Mike brought that up, and I didn't mean to cut him off. But I had a bit of a ridge moment this morning trying to summon. My experience with summoning throughout the course of the game has been I go up, I, I use my little furled fingers, uh, 20 summon signs show up, you know, 5 to 20 or something. A whole bunch show up. I click on one. They all disappear. It, it blink, blink, blinks, and then it says unable to summon uh and, and that's and then I just and then I have to use the furled fingers again to get signs to show up again. Every probably one in fifty, I get a summoner, and as soon as I get one summoner, there's no way I'm getting another person because it doesn't show me any more signs. Like, mm-hmm. there's something fundamentally mm-hmm. wrong with their tech in the way that it like match mm. makes that that is broken, or at least for me. Yeah, I I, I would agree. Uh, initially, I thought the player base was so large it, because it was. On launch, I mean, it was one of the highest uh, ranking concurrent uh, played games on, on Steam. So I initially thought, you know what, it's just, it's 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 a numbers thing. Like, uh, there are so many people playing, there are so many people summoning. Okay, it's fine if, you know, it happens every once in a while. But I would agree, like, it, it would be the same case, where it's like every single sign I tried was unable to summon, unable to summon, unable to summon. And, it, and like, I would quit, reload use a furled finger again and and it was to the point where i i nine times out of ten i would yeah. just give up i i've used the furled finger i think i was looking for like 
NPCs because I generally don't summon human players. I don't want that health to go up uh, for the bosses. Um, mm. But I've never seen like a human summon inside in the game. <laughs> Even when I use the frog. Like, and I'm around a boss door and there was just nothing. So, mm. yeah, for me, and I'm, I'm surprised I've gotten summoned because I, I like to help people more than get help. Um, and for a while I was doing that. I kind of stopped because I was just eating up a lot of time. I like to sit and like do the boss like like Mike was doing with uh, Moog. I'd like to do a boss like 20 times because it's just like that was kind of fun and I want to give people the help they need. Um, so I'm surprised I even got summoned mm -hmm. if, all the, if, if enough people have had problems even seeing summoning signs. Yeah, that's the other frustrating thing is I have no mm -hmm. trouble getting summoned. I put it down, I'm instantly summoned every single time. So I'm like, it's working for someone. And then those people always yeah. have two people. The one thing I will say is the times that I have managed to summon people, I mostly don't play FromSoft games summoning other players because I have this weird, like, oh, i got to do it on my own thing. It's not even about the boss. It's just, it's my own ego. But, like, when I get to a point where I, I find the boss fight to be unfun enough, I will summon a player. So I've done it a few times. Um, the few times I have managed to summon players, I'll get, like, some mage who just <laughs> kills the boss yeah. in like 20 seconds. Like, it's just like, <laughs> do, 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 do. And then the boss is just destroyed. And I'm like, okay, magic seems kind of powerful. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that Comet Azure, right? Where it's just that You're right. <laughs> that, yeah. That's what uh, Dunky used in his uh, video about it. If you guys watch video game, Dunky was just spamming the beam move. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, in my mage run, I... I think I maybe tried it once or twice. I, it, it wasn't fun mm. for me. It just, uh, I, I just completely yeah, avoided it. Yeah, I feel it. like that's like something you need in like like a Devil May Cry, right? Where it's like you build up to like these super powerful moves. It's like if you can just do it, it's not that cool. Like you want like, it feels like a very climactic yeah. move. Like, you know, a Kamehameha or a Spirit Bomb or something. Like you need some narrative arc to powerful attacks like that. And these games just don't work like that. It's just, <laughs> yo, you can do that. If you have the FP, you're good, you know. So I feel like, yeah, it's a, it's almost like they need to do something like like a like with Rikard, like that sort of uh, gimmick boss or whatever. They need to do something with that, but with like magic spells instead. That'd be mm -hmm. cool, I think. Yeah, I agree. It it, it feels mm -hmm. better if if it's earned. Like if there is some sort of narrative build up to it instead of just like yeah, oh I'll just right, laser right. beam a boss and it'll how did y'all feel about Reichard's fight yeah <laughs> I <laughs> loved crazy. it so much yeah it's awesome uh, like to me that th th that was like the biggest uh, berserk homage because it was just such a uh, berserk manga level uh, yeah. boss like just big bombastic uh, even <laughs> even the voice actor was just phenomenal yeah. to me. I just I, mean, yeah, I loved every Berserk, bit of it. I, I've only seen the anime, but there's the snake guy in like the first episode that he like decapitates. Same thing. <laughs> no, yeah, that that, mm -hmm. that was one of that was one of my favorite fights, just because it was so fucking ridiculous. And you've got like a a wind gun, basically. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that, that wind gun's awesome. I, I also think, in my opinion, all of the best storytelling is in Volcano Manor. Oh yeah. Like, I, I thought the build-up, mm -hmm. and my favorite uh, moment in the game is when you see Tanith trying to meld with, like, the decapitated yeah. head of Rykard. That, mm -hmm. <laughs> just, just trying to that eat was the Rykard. That was my favorite moment, lore moment. I, like, almost lost my <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
I love how uh, Patches is completely in love with her, and she, she totally just disregards right, him. Right, yeah. He's just kind of in the hallway, right? He's just, <laughs> oh, well. So I've Patches, heard um, people complain about the uh, spectacle bosses. It goes back to Demon Souls with a boss called the Storm King, where you have to use the Storm Ruler against him and crush him, right? Dark Souls 3, you have uh, Yorm the Giant, <laughs> yeah. who used the Storm Ruler against him, right? In this yep. game, you have the same idea. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was the yes. best execution of it. Uh, visually, it was just like, this is incredible. And also, mechanically, mm-hmm. I liked the weapon. Mm-hmm. It was more, it was faster and much more responsive. Mm-hmm. The other games, they did mm-hmm. this kind of long, big overhead charge-up attack, whereas this game, it was like, you could, it, like, the boss was much faster, more mobile, and you had to, like, quickly hit him and roll, and it was a hard fight yeah. still. It was like, I think this is by far the yeah, best Yeah, there's still one, a threat. Like, like I mean, there's those skulls yeah. coming at you, and their asses are exploding as they go. Oh, as yeah. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Yeah. This is so yeah. cool. This is my favorite bosses of the game. No question. What's yeah, Rikard's yeah. awesome. I, I just loved Volcano Manor. The other uh character, oh my gosh, I can't remember oh, her yeah. name off the top of my head. The like the servant lady who's actually a serpent. Is she a serpent? Uh, oh yeah. I, just, I love mm-hmm. she was, oh, she was right. a great character. She's all hobbled like, over. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, like she just she just slowly realizes that like her whole life was a lie. Did like, you ha- <laughs> did you did you tell her or no? Oh yeah, I told her everything. And then did you she give her the just, potion? Which potion do you give her? Tanith can give you a potion so she forgets everything she saw. That's right. I never gave it to her, but that's hilarious. That's that's the potion you get from Patches, right? Uh... I can't I can't remember exactly, but the way it resolves for me was that she just tells you to kill her because she's like so upset with how everything was just a lie. <laughs> I just thought that was great storytelling. I just enjoyed. I just really I'm a big Volcano Manor fan. Yeah, and I like even in the opening uh, sequence for Elden Ring, it, it it shows like a small snake eating right. Rikard or about to, and and then when you actually see him, it's like it's you know it's a big continuity reveal. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was very well it done. It was great. I I really love everything about it. Um, uh, it. It's also cool too. I love how there's so many different ways you can get to Volcano Manor too. One of my favorites being. Um, at the uh, academy, the Mage Academy, um, patches will tip you off that if you get sucked up by the Virgin Mary at the bottom of the uh, the the wheel well, what do you, whatever you call it, um, the water wheel, uh, call it, right? <laughs> yeah, the water wheel. The it, it was something. It was that big contraption thing that yeah. brings you down to the bottom, and then um, you you can be transported huh. there through the Virgin Mary. Uh, so that happened to me on my first play by That's accident. Terrifying. I didn't even know that. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, where That's am awesome. I? Where does I it bring that. you when you get great. teleported? Like, does it put you with Tanith or is it like in like the sort of yeah. dungeon-y area? It's in the dungeon oh. area. It's kind of yeah. in the dungeon area. Yeah. It's You're just surrounded with lava. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really terrifying. It was, it was awesome. I, what I loved about it is that... Um, Pashas didn't actually tip me off to it. My brother tipped me off to it. He was like, because he was uh, doing a lot of the Patches stuff. And he just told me, yeah, like, you should uh, <laughs> should consider that Virgin Mary, you know, in the Academy. Like, you should, uh, you should fight it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got sucked up. And then, alas, that's what happened to me. But um, I think on my second playthrough, I did follow up on Patches and... Uh, that was great. I love how patches is just a running theme. Like I just oh, recently yeah. played the first Dark Souls, that traitorous yeah. scum who's always trying to get me to do shit. You know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> 
But he sells all the best I, I shit. Have, I've That's never true. met Patches in Elden Ring. I never. Yeah. I don't know where what? he is. <laughs> I couldn't. I can't. I never found him. Oh. So I'll have to look that up. He exists. I, I know he exists. He's in a. Cave. He's in a cave. Gotcha. Is he in Limgrave? Yeah. Oh. You got to. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. I'm so mm-hmm. I'm so bad at open world games. I'm so bad at exploring. <laughs> I just realized how unobservant I am. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've not seen Jack. Mm. So what I really liked mm-hmm. about Elden, well, I, one of the things that I really liked about Elden Ring, um, is the yeah. map. Mm-hmm. The map is is this beautiful like Tolkien you know esque map, but every detail is purposeful, mm-hmm. right? And so that's how like that's how I found almost every cave, uh, almost every uh, 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 gale, um, even uh, the falling star beasts. Like they have particular, um, you know. Uh, icons on the map itself. Oh, so, hmm. it so even me playing uh, New Game yeah, Plus, yeah, yeah. which is great because the map still stays unlocked. Yeah. Uh, there's there was just still things that I I just kept stumbling across. Did you guys find the uh, cave in Radon's boss area? There's a crypt there. Yep. Yeah. Which, that is actually yeah. that is that is was my grind spot. <laughs> yeah. Like you can grind so many uh, uh, runes from that spot because. Because when you go in yeah. there, it's like what Radon's soldiers fighting on yeah. Millennia yeah. soldiers, yeah. and uh, you could just stand there and they just kill oh, each yeah. other, and you get like forty thousand runes. So that was my anyway, Aaron. That's a great grind spot to go to grind for runes. I'm gonna have to go back there. Yeah, that that reminds me. What level were you guys towards the end of the game? Probably one eighty. One eighty. Okay. I'm. Uh, I always over level. I, I I am not a good <laughs> uh, video game player. Yeah. Uh, I've beaten every FromSoft game, and it's only through uh, the sheer will of grinding <laughs> yeah. and probably being too. Powerful. Well, well, you got to be kind of good because you beat Sekiro. Sekiro is literally. Yeah, if you beat Sekiro, Se- you can. Sekiro is you, like you got to learn yeah. the exam. You yeah. got to learn the material. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I will say Sekiro is the one that that forces you to. Yeah, I mean, you can get uh, more like get health. Yeah. You can get you know more healing gourds, but yeah, like eventually you gotta. Yeah, you gotta learn it. You gotta be Dishin. You just gotta do it. It's the final exam. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm only level 145 at the end of the game, and I wonder if that's... I, I don't want to level more because I want to stay in this alleged PvP meta at the same time I'm bitching about how cheap everybody is at PvP, so maybe I should just I level. Mean, I but, think I beat the game at uh, 130, 140, so I don't think you're like... Too, I think you'd be fine. Honestly, I felt like almost over-leveled yeah. at that. Because I, I had 60 Vigor, and then I had a plus mm. 10 weapon... And I specced to like min max, you know, the blood bloodhound thing. Like I, my dex was as high as it was without. Uh, my dex and strength were really high, and that was basically it. And I yeah. just like, like everything was a cakewalk except for like the hard ass bosses. Like everything after, besides that was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of simple. It's kind of easy. So yeah, much of the game, it's just this last boss, I, and it's not even that the boss is hard. And I guess we can we can get on to talking about bosses and the general yeah. tendency of boss design in this game but like the last boss does something that that many of the bosses that i found to be a little annoying in the game did is they have huge aoe area of denial attacks that are very hard to dodge and very and they aren't mm-hmm. well telegraphed or they don't seem to be and they're hyper mobile they can just fucking move a hundred yards away from you in a second so you're just mm-hmm. running all the time like if i think of my boss battles in in this game it's just me 
mashing that run button and running out of vigor or uh, you know stamina to get over to a boss. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I had that problem I too. I think-, I think I think what I learned was what I would do is instead of just sprinting to the boss, I would just like do a light jog to the boss so I wouldn't use any stamina. And then when I got in close, I would just sprint at it. And that's how I fought Elden Beast. But for me, that was the hardest with a uh, fire giant. I feel like with fire giant, like I would be like at that point where I'm about to hit him, and then I would hit him, and then he would <laughs> yeah. roll away. Like I wouldn't even get the hit in. Like it would mm-hmm. barely yeah. not connect. And I just want to say, so building off what Mike said earlier and what you're saying, that the fire giant is the worst boss. It might be my least favorite FromSoft boss. That or Demon of Hatred. I don't, I don't know. I I absolutely hated fighting the fire giant so much. I just couldn't see it. the whole time. It was like I can't see my character. I can't see his attacks. I don't know what's happening here. He has his fire AOEs that hmm. kill you after you roll, and and also this game has this mechanic that I they should remove is you get knocked over and your character's like slowly getting up and you get hit again. Yes, that has never happened mm-hmm. in any other FromSoft Stomach. game I've ever played. Only this game, and I do not appreciate it. It is infuriating. It feels like the game cheated me. Like I never have had that feeling before in a FromSoft game, but it's like this: you cheated me. You cheated me. They killed me when I was when I was rolling. Come on. I mean. That's how I feel about a lot of these area of denial attacks that they do. That that like especially the last two bosses will do these ones that are like a hundred <laughs> yards out, so you can't roll away from it, and they're oh. you know fifty yards wide, and God it's like free. what the yeah, fuck? Like, it, with Radigan, it, like, like you can jump one of them, but like you can't jump all of them. Like if if I'm if I'm not mistaken, there's like the circle around him that he like does yeah. his magic holy attack. Um, so it's inconsistent right. in that way too. Some people on Twitter were like, you just jump. And it's like, not always, actually. <laughs> and it's hard to know. And I'm going <laughs> to die a lot figuring that out. And that really sucks. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Another thing. Yeah, for the for the last boss, I, I absolutely mm-hmm. loved the Radagon mm-hmm. fight. Uh, I, 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 just, I, I love the music. I love the buildup. Like, you sort of finally realizing that America was or is right. Radagon. Um absolutely beautiful and then the elden beast was just torturous and it's the same reason right mm-hmm. like i don't want to yeah. run after bosses it's not it's not fun and it was it was half the reason why i really hated the fire giant was one i was getting one shot but it was like as soon as you get close he would just roll away and it's like oh great now i'll just uh, i'll die and then i'll just try this all does over again the, does the <laughs> horse make any difference with the fire giant i don't know if we fought him with the horse or not i summoned alexander so i did i tried um I I never use the horse because I think in the beginning, like as soon as you ride close to him, he yeah. he like you know throws a boulder with a shield or something. Um, that okay. would almost always one shot me. So I just got in the habit of never using torrent yeah. and just rolling oh. through that attack. I had no trouble with the fire giant, and I think okay. it's because I used a horse. Yeah, I used a horse. I too. beat him my second try only because I only because I totally was just not paying attention and fucked up on my first I try. Like you, I had him to like literally a sliver and I just oopsed. I think if you use bleed he actually isn't that bad. I was using the claymore, not bleed and I think he and he just just took a long time to kill him. Like I just had to just wail on yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. I I did not have a bleed weapon as well and I think yeah, there's there, there's for, for the uh the fire giant there's only a couple yeah. weak spots. Mm-hmm. And everything else just uh, Is it his hands just that are like all the weak spots? Hits. The, yeah. the, yeah. the leg in the first yeah, half is the, the left and then, yeah. uh, the second half is the yeah. hands. Right. Mm. And then the hands. But uh, so for, for, for in my experience, the <laughs> yeah. hands were they were always on fire. Like <laughs> the hands were always killing me. So uh I couldn't ever get a hit. It was um 
Oh, who's the giant skeleton? Boss oh, yeah. Ghost? No, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. The bracers, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, 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 it was that same boss mechanic where you're just, you're almost there and mm-hmm. like your claymore just <laughs> right. rips as exactly. you know, they slowly move their hand out of the way. It's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. I wanted to talk about um, all of the callbacks. Like I, I said in the other podcast that I, I look at FromSoft Games as a band with a bunch of albums. They have a similar sound. Yeah. But this, this game, I feel like, in particular, is greatest hits in, in, in so many okay. ways. And I, I just wanted to ask you guys, what were some mm-hmm. of the ones that you saw called back to other games? Because I have a couple that I thought were really cool. One is the Clean Rot Knights are um, Ornstein. They have his stab attack, oh. exactly, mm-hmm. full on. The Fire oh, Prelates right. are Smo. They have his butt stomp yeah. attack, completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, mm-hmm. wolf enemies are obviously Sif. I mean, that's yeah. not even like that one's obvious, right? The the wolf boss guy with the magic is has a Sif. The um, there's an item called an Arturia leaf. I don't know if that's intentional to Arturius. There's the Cathedral of Manus Cellis. I don't know if that's <laughs> intentional, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's also mm. the uh, the um, stone sword keys are a lot like the Pharaoh's Lockstones in Dark Souls Two. Probably just mechanically fun that's Dark Souls 2 stuff, you know, Dragonary, Pharaoh, Missoula, Volcano Manor, Iron Keep. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it did seem to be the case. And my favorite callback of all of them is uh, D going full on Alfred from Bloodborne. That's like one of my favorite FromSoft moments ever is Alfred's monologue in Bloodborne. And uh, to see them do it in this game was like, yes, <laughs> it wasn't... <laughs> I, I was... I was absolutely yeah. cheering at that part. Like that was my that was my favorite. I just started clapping, just screaming Alfred. It was it was yeah. so hilarious. Also, Iron Keep has a part where that's full on Yarnum. I think they did a small remake of Yarnum in Iron Keep. Or not sorry, Iron Keep in um in the Volcano Manor. There's an area with a guy who's burning. And like I'm like, wait a minute, right. I know this mm-hmm. area. This is Yarnum. Hmm. Yeah, that that was that was very Bloodborne esque. Uh I also liked the little little cat stone uh statues were basically the thralls. Mm, yeah. Um, ah, they're the same exact right. moveset, and they are. You're right. Uh, a few of the sounds they've actually used since Dark Souls One, and one of them, uh, my favorite, huh. is the mm. arrow sound. Uh, I, I, in every FromSoft game, I've always used a bow to either just kill an enemy from afar yeah. or pull enemies one at a time. And the the twang, and when it hits someone in the head, is exactly the same as it was in Dark Souls One. <laughs> I, I think my favorite. I don't know. My favorite theme in Dark Souls games, and especially Bloodborne, is just like this idea of like these mortals who are like you know infecting their blood or whatever, or they're like uh, exploring like Lovecrafty and stuff to have contact with celestial beings and stuff. It's like my favorite idea and theme that's in a lot of these games. So for me, like the Tanith trying to meld with the decapitated head of. Rikard just reminded me of my favorite moments of Bloodborne a lot. Like I just love that. Yeah, like the um the sort of shared like outer gods right. um element in Elden Ring and Bloodborne uh was fantastic. Estelle. Uh, Estelle and Falling Star Beast, those are probably like my absolute favorite uh designs yes. in the entire game. Yeah, I kinda hope if they do DLC like that they get into the outer god stuff like isn't there like the formless mother which you never really see like what if they explore that in the dlc like i remember playing bloodborne there was a lot of allusions to 
the DLC characters in the main game, so I'm kind of curious. And I'm, one of my theories is that the formless mother might be a character if they did the a DLC. DLC has so many options, though. Like, it could be anything. There are so many different tracks it could take. It's just going to be, like, Elden Ring 2. <laughs> just builds on everything. Yeah. I, I would like an under... Like, I want either, like, heavy celestial uh-huh. shit or, like, underwater, underwater stuff. Like, the water world stuff. Underwater? Why not? You, you want the water temple? What's going on, man? Well, um, You want swimming like Sekiro? I don't wish for that. I, I want, like, uh, demented... More demented tentacle fish creatures. You want the fishing hamlet. That's what you want. I oh, want yeah. the fishing hamlet, yeah. which is probably my yeah. favorite... From soft level the, of all time. The mines the in this hamlet. game it's reminded awesome. me of the fishing hamlet a lot. I don't know if that tracks. Mm, sure. There's yeah, just a, little, a little bit. Like, the, I don't know. The fishing hamlet, like, from a storytelling perspective and atmospheric perspective, like, it just, it's just got yeah. it all. That's, like, everything I want. No, I'm just saying, like, like there's, it just, it's a similar feel. Right? It's, like, in terms of design or, like, the look. Not, like, sure. any meaningful, you know, lore connection or anything. I also right. wanted to mention. I thought the mines were a great callback to Demon Souls, just because yeah. uh, yes, those tanky, totally. muddy guys mm. in, in Demon Souls oh, yeah. with their axe picks oh, and you know, how they had upgrade materials. Mm. The um, mm-hmm. the um, what are the uh, the assassin ladies called? I can't remember the names of them are. They like kind of jump around the, like the knight the, assassins. The black hand. The, the black hands. Hand. So they actually yeah. have some Artorius moves. I'll do that. If you look at them, and they even they even don't have oh, a face, nice. just like Artorius. <laughs> Um, one thing I want to mention I thought was just hilarious I, 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 it has to be intentional so when I when you first meet D he has golden armor which very much resembles yep. Latrec and I was like oh this guy must be Latrec he must, he's probably going to kill some maiden and then he doesn't yeah. he gets killed by a maiden in the, fi- in the place and I'm like wait a oh, minute yeah. this has got to be an intentional role reversal here that's so <laughs> yeah. hilarious like, that, 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 yeah, I thought that his was armor cool. also like, has <clears throat> arms around him which Latrec does too right Latrec's armor has like a, like a yes. goddess hugging him that's D's armor as well as You're like right. a twin or whatever so yeah that's they're just completely I mean not the same but yeah like reversals or whatever having him get killed by Fia was yeah. just hilarious yeah that's a really good point. I just kind of assumed, because D has a twin, that his armor was his twin, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did you guys ever follow up on, I think it was his brother? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. That's the, that Al- that's the, the Alfred, Alfred moment. moment? Okay, yeah, that, gotcha. It's, did you do, did you you see this? I got I gotta replay Bloodborne, because I forgot all about the Alfred stuff, and I'm sad. Cause... Oh, man, it's it's <laughs> he might be my favorite FromSoft NPC. I don't know. I, Alfred's incredible. <laughs> I gotta go back and replay. That, that's a summer goal: is to replay Bloodborne. I also I really thought do it. Um, I will. I will renew my uh, PlayStation Plus subscription if you want to co-op. I'd be down. You. That would be fun. So, I, I'm gonna need help we'll do, with we'll uh, fucking dungeons. Lawrence the First Vicar boss fight, which is one of the worst from Such soft bosses. So, so I might need help. That's that is that the is last a thing I wanted fight. to mention just really quickly was there's a giant blacksmith in Dark Souls One. And he's, he speaks very yeah. basic. Yes. Forge I can. I saw that. Strong I am. I saw and in this that. game, there's a giant yeah. blacksmith, but he's very well-spoken and, like, eloquent. <laughs> so it was a really funny kind of, again, change on the NPCs. It was, like, totally, he was the opposite. He was, like, the most, like, gentlemanly guy in the game. He's, yeah. uh, he's uh, reading yeah. a book when you <laughs> yeah. find too, right? Yeah. That's so funny. Because, like, uh, I was, I, I re- I've played Dark Souls for the first time right after Elden Ring and I noticed that too but though that's such a funny observation one of them is 
very um, educated in his reading, and the other one is not. It's yeah. very interesting. Did you guys do Celibus's quest? Anyone? Um, Can I yeah, spoil it or no? Is that yeah? Okay, so he's the he guy who does the guy. puppets, yeah. right? He makes the puppets, right? The he puppets? works for Ra- Rani. Yeah. Oh, I, I did like find that the, place. So he's kind of an yeah. asshole. Um, once you um, do go through his quest, you find him laying kind of dead, just like one of his puppets, and it's heavily implied that he's actually he's actually a puppet too, being controlled by this other guy who's like super kind of meek and nimble. But and it's 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 heavily implied that yep. he's being controlled by this other guy who actually has this kind of aggressive personality oh, when he's when he's through the puppet. God. But it's 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 heavily it's not explicit, but it's heavily implied that that is what's happening. And that you, was you're just totally mind-blowing. right. That's was the, like, I never awesome. made that connection, but I think yeah. you're completely right because all of the puppets have the same like look mm-hmm. that, as you find Selvis. So I think you're right. I think he's a puppet. It's yeah, it's funny too because he's almost like the, uh, the tough guy internet warrior. Is, yeah. Like he's like talking through someone else, all like tough, and then when you go to see him in person, he's like super like, oh, I'm so weak. And <laughs> I, I bet you up. he's like behind an invisible wall somewhere that someone hasn't found yet. Just this little meat guy who's like, oh, no, he is. You can go find him. He eventually gets Wait, betrayed. You, he gets betrayed by his actually, puppets and they kill him, and that's yeah. Uh, you yeah. can find his body. He's actually a vendor. Wait, what? Where do you yeah. find him? He's he's Where? kind of near Ronnie's area. You have to go kind of drop down. You should look. You, do you should just look it find up. like this little. You just find this Albanor, little corpse. Uh, no way. That is he crazy. Talks. I'm gonna look at this the, at this on my phone right now. That quest was just so cool. <laughs> I, I was very impressed by it. It was, it was a really cool twist. I was like, what the fuck. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because I think when you when you go back to uh, the castle later on in the game, if you just happen to like drop down uh, into this certain area, you'll yeah. you'll hear him scream, and and he's, he's like, "No, yeah. my puppets! You you betrayed yeah. me!" or something. And they're all like surrounding that. him, killing. And then like you, you, you... <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Did you guys do Hyatt's quest? Too? I didn't know anything about this. That's awesome. Anyone do Hyetta's quest? No, she's the, she looks like a, a Dark Souls firekeeper. She eats the grapes. Uh, I is that the I, eyes? I found oh, her, but I, I never completed it. But yeah, I know that it, she can. Can't she become eyes. your maiden for the frenzied flame yeah. ending? Yeah, that's awesome. I haven't finished yeah. that ending yet, but I'm, more, I'm I'm very close. But her story was also really cool when she finds out that she's been eating human eyes this entire time and her disgust, <laughs> and then embracing <laughs> it. And she, then, she then embraces it and just becomes completely yeah. insane. It's like. <laughs> She loves yeah, it. She loves it. The grapes. Oh, uh, another uh, lore thing that I really liked is um, uh, the samurai guy you find. Like, if you find him later, isn't he like being controlled by the yeah. soul of uh, whatever his name is, the chaos demon? And you see him, and he's holding his eyes, kind of implying that he's just completely under control. Is, uh, yeah, he puts you towards the three fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the ending that I'm gonna get. Yeah. Wouldn't it be That's too if, if he awesome. if he uncovered his eyes, the flame of your friends would shoot out? That's probably why he's covering them. Yeah, he's like, probably. Uh, the X Men. What's his name? Cyclops. He's Cyclops. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, another callback that I remember is. Um, did you guys find the yes. frenzy village? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's. So that was that was pretty much uh, the nightmare Completely. of Mensis. Oh yeah, no yeah, you're definitely totally right. Was. The brain, and I died a lot just <laughs> trying to get up there. <laughs> it's the same. It's like frenzy is is or frenzy. It's even called frenzied village. Frenzied village. It's like the same mechanics. Mm-hmm. Frenzy. Yeah, that was awesome. I, 
Oh, oh, that's that's so good. There's game. so much I did not experience in this game. <laughs> and I played 100 hours. <laughs> it's messed up. <laughs> that some yeah. of this stuff is crazy. It's kind of rocking my world. Wow, I know. I was that's awesome. totally. That was like one of the trippiest moments of the whole game for me. Also, did you guys find the round table yeah. in the in the in Lane Dell? Yeah, that was very yeah. dark. Souls. So yes, I right. don't know what yeah. the implications. That was great. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, what are the implications of this? Does this mm-hmm. mean that the, the hole that we're in is in the past, or is there just some alternate world of it? I don't know. I yeah, I don't know either. I think it kind of mm-hmm. speaks to the cyclical nature that like Dark Souls always implies. I think I think Elden Ring kind of exists in that same everything's repeating yeah. constantly eternal recurrence yeah mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. you can another thing that i really love about liondell in that like area is you can find the corpses of like a lot of famous knights who just died there that are talked about a lot in the lore and dark souls does that too uh i, I love that idea like you'll just find this random corpse and you find this whole armor set and you're like oh it's probably it's probably <laughs> that guy <laughs> you know yeah, mm-hmm, I like so. that too. That level was great. The capital was one of my favorite levels. Mm-hmm. My favorite That's is a Caleb, great level. The capital was a really That's awesome level. dense. There was so much. <laughs> I didn't even find the sewers there my first time. Like that was like, or I found it like when the the ash, uh, or like when you burn the tree, because uh, it's just like a hole in the ground, much easier to find. Um, so I had to go back mm-hmm. and mm. what's down there? Why did it? I guess. Yeah, Moog's down there. Uh, and like, Moog down there. is yeah. down there. Also, um, dung yeah, eater. right. I think the dung eater. I, I, would, I guess that's the reason to go back is like if you want the dung eater ending, because I like I. Oh, is well, it the down three there? fingers okay, is down yeah. there too? I think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to take your armor off mm-hmm. to oh. go through a door. Interesting. Which was like a crazy. Which, which is one of the few things that I looked up because I'm sitting there, I'm like, I know I have to go through this door, but I can't figure out how to do it. And it says, try armor. That's what like, yeah. like a 300 upvoted comment. I'm like, try armor? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, forget it. I'm the, looking um, this up. Wasn't there like a note the for... Maiden, well, what gives... Oh, the maiden tell tells you. you. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I think I looked it up too. She's also like, please don't do this or I will have to kill you. So yeah, um, I, I felt like a big theme of this game was like triumph but it also was like greed and i also thought it was like you're kind of the baddie of this game i feel like the the tarnished is not a good person like you like burn the earth tree you like cause everyone in the the round table to die and go insane and then and then you like take victory for yourself i'm like am i the villain of this game am i the baddie here that's (laughs) (laughs) i think uh like like my first playthrough, uh, I did. I did. Uh, mm-hmm. Ranny's ending. Me too. And I felt like, like the, the the whole game, like I was like, yeah, yeah, Ranny and I, you know, we're 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 buddies. Ranny's great. And then uh, her ending starts, and I was like, oh, this is a bad ending. I this is not good. <laughs> what is her ending? <laughs> uh, she just like everything falls right. to darkness. Mm. It's 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 like everything dies, everything's dark all yeah. the time. It's not it's not the happy ending. It's like the it um, Dark Lord ending. Cool of the sword first though. Game, the yeah. first Dark Souls. It's like that type of ending. Yeah. There will be also no Ronnie. I think doesn't Ronnie like betray Blyde or something, or Blyde just goes yeah. insane. Like basically everyone around her dies for her to achieve what she wants to achieve. So I don't think yeah. she's a Even good person. <laughs> that was that was very sad. Finding, yeah. finding blood. I had yeah, a feeling. I was like, "Well, this is a FromSoft game, so 
I don't think you're going to survive, Guts. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. <laughs> yep. <sighs> yeah. Is there any NPC that has a happy In any game? Ronnie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question mark? No, I mean, I mean specifically in, in Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No. Well, Millicent, the uh, blacksmith goes insane. Or killed. Yeah, the blacksmith goes insane. Oh yeah, the blacksmith yeah, loses the, his memory. Yeah, him. Yeah, that, that was, was that was sad as well. Well, because like, so I think the uh, like the church keeper in in Bloodborne is like the only one that has a happy ending. Tell him about a Lloyd and Chapel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta replay Bloodborne. We're, we're like his 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 happiest yeah, moment right. is asking if yeah. you'll be his friend. Maybe it's not a Bloodborne spoiler cast, guys. Um, <laughs> Oh my god, Bloodborne. Hmm. It's an old game at this point. Don't say that. It's messed up. Seven years. I feel like I just played Bloodborne and it's been like five <laughs> years. It's so sad. <laughs> more than five. I I don't think there's any... Just gotta wait three more for that upgrade. Anyone has that a happy ending. Uh, Melina dies. Melina, by the way, seems to be heavily implied to be Ronnie or some sibling of Ronnie because she has the same face and they both are closing their eye. I don't understand exactly what's going on there, but there does seem to be some connection. They also look very similar. Hmm. Someone's some people have put like Melina's face in in Ronnie's like other face, and it's like oh, those it's the same face, it's the same eye that's closed. Hmm. So I don't know exactly what the implications of that are, but I don't know. Hmm. You can complete the game without her being sacrificed. Yeah, I did that. It, but she gets pissed at you and bails. Yeah. So it doesn't really Pretty go much. well. Yeah. She's less happy with you than you were if you sacrificed her. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, if you, um, to, if she leaves you after the, uh, you become the frenzied lord, and you you basically bur- use your own body to you know ignite the flame, like the cutscene when you become basically uh, Sauron, like there's like a little cutscene of her picking up like this ring, and she's like, "I'm coming after mm-hmm. you." So, um, I guess oh, interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, if you become the frenzied, frenzied lord after the flame moment, she's obviously dead. But you can do it before, and she's she has an additional cutscene. That's cool. I didn't know that. Where she becomes your enemy. Yeah. She becomes Frodo. She ba- yeah. Basically, she picks up. <laughs> it's like the most Lord of the Rings thing ever because you become Sauron. Literally, everything looks like Sauronville, Mordor, and then uh, you just see her, and she has like her little like. Frodo shawl or whatever and yeah. I'm like she there's like dust everywhere and there's a ring on the ground and she picks it up and I'm like damn you really like those Peter Jackson movies and those books don't you <laughs> <laughs> Miyazaki <laughs> it's awesome though hmm all right well let's let's kind of wrap up here guys uh here's what I think I'm gonna ask first did this game benefit from you, in brief, from going to an open world as opposed to the more Metroidvania? Two, does it make your FromSoft top three? And then three, what is uh, what, what are your overall thoughts, again, in brief? Mike, you want to start? Uh, okay. Do I think it benefited from being an open world game? Yes, I do. Uh, I think it's going to allow them to provide a lot more DLC. Uh, I feel like they could make... Elden Ring 2, 
as as a DLC, and and they'll still be able to give us surprises in 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 the same world. It won't be, it won't have to be like oh, and now you teleport to a completely new area. Uh, I think there's a lot of flexibility there. Does it make my top three? No, but just barely. Mm. Um, like you know, for for me, it's still basically like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Sekiro. Like, uh, and and then I would say, Elden Ring. In the beginning, I would have said absolutely yes. Uh, I I would say like in the first fifty hours, it was my favorite game ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after replaying it, kind of seeing some of its uh you know some of its flaws, but mostly the technical issues. Mm-hmm. I've played this game so much that I forgot I had an ultra wide monitor, <laughs> and then. I got really mad, just just sort of realizing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What, what was your third question? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. I, I mean, it's it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I've I've obsessed about it for you know the past two months, uh, two hundred fifty hours. Uh, I play it every chance I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, like at lunchtime, I used to go for walks. Now I play Elden Ring. Uh, I used to watch movies. Now I watch Elden Ring lore. Like I just, I put everything on pause to to really absorb myself, and it's it's worth it. Like the lore is much deeper, I think, than any other FromSoft game. Um, like all of these characters we've talked about, like, and we didn't even mention like how horrific Dung Eater really is. God. There's just there's so much meat uh, to 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 the entire game and the lore. All right, sure, Zach. Okay. Number one, open world. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the person to, to speak on that because, like I said, like I, I think it. I think I mean, for you, it's a no, it right? It differentiates it from the rest of the games. Um, so I think in general, and for most people, I think it was a, a good change. For me, I could take it or leave it, basically. Um, if anything, it's just overwhelming, and I'm not going to find everything I want to find without looking it up, and I feel like stupid. So. Maybe it's a negative for me, but I think for other people, I'm glad y'all have it. Um, and then question two was, uh, uh, what was question two? Well, oh, top, top three. three. Is it in your top three? This is the hype question. Does it make your I top a, three? I have a weird top three in that it's really just Bloodborne. And then I don't really know <laughs> what <laughs> Bloodborne just, is just one. It's just Bloodborne three times. I, yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> I, I can't really hmm. order them because, like, my experience with them is is very weird and kind of fraught. Um, like Dark Souls One, like I had help my first time from a friend, and so that was kind of like spoiled a little bit, and it's, it's weird. Um, so I can't say. I, I think I like I like Sekiro better, and I like Bloodborne better. So hmm. maybe top three. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, and then overall thoughts. All right. I. I kind of just need to play through my second playthrough and see how I feel. Like I, I enjoy playing it. There's some really great moments. Like I didn't even get to speak about the, uh, I don't even know the name, the deer boss and Shifra. Um, that, that, no, should, yeah. Like it's a beautiful the, fight. Uh, spiritual, I can't even remember what Spiritual ancestor maybe or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ancestral, ancestral spirit. spirit. Yeah. Um, just going to that yeah. fight and like its silhouette is out there and this music, it's so beautiful. Like yes. I'm usually really bad Switches. at remembering music and I don't really remember the tune, but like when I hear it, I'm like, oh shit, this is amazing. It's just, it's jumping in the air and it, that was so badass. Um, so there, <laughs> there are great moments. Um, but overall, I think I need to like kind of play through it again and really find the right difficulty and find, uh, 
and and I guess um, maybe follow the grace to figure out how to meet NPCs better and do those quests. Um, so for now, I don't know, but I'm playing it and I'm still going to keep doing it. So that says something. Yeah, yeah. Warren. Well, before I even start saying my final thoughts, I just want to recognize like what a journey mm. this has been just for the jump crouch pod because we've mm. literally been talking about this game since <laughs> early March. Like it's so literally true. just been 2 months of Elden Ring content. So, it feels like this is an the it's end been really of an hard cuz I don't want to hear know? y'all talk about it. So, I've had to miss a couple episodes and that that was mm. that was disappointing. Mm. So, but now I'm free. Well, there's a moratorium. No, you can now. <laughs> yeah, right. till uh, game of the year. So, <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna have to ban Elden Ring for a little bit at least. Elden Ring hit um, ban, and but, maybe Doom Eternal. I don't know if y'all have been talking about that recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doom Eternal and Hitman are banned. <laughs> yeah. Those are those are ultra banned. Orin actually has to pay me money as well. every time he oh, says really? the words. Banned. Is that? Um, an, yeah. Negative kind of. Thing? Uh, I would I would have savings. I would have savings <laughs> if like it wasn't for this hitman rule like i would have like at least like thirty thousand dollars of savings but i'll just go on aaron yeah for just because i keep talking about hitman yeah he bought me a new car i appreciate it uh all right so <laughs> anyway anyway i think i would cut zach off i'm so sorry were, were, were you gonna no, say something zach okay um uh for uh yeah i think overall for the open world thing i think it does benefit from an open world, but I don't want from software to make another open world game. I kind of want them to just go back to what they did before. I know that's kind of a weird answer, but I just don't know how they can extrapolate on this formula. I think the this. DLC idea, so, as like Elden Ring 2 was good, but then they just need to make a different genre of game, I think. <laughs> Where's Armored Core? Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, though, like, I would love to see them do maybe not even like a Souls game, per se, just like an Armored uh, Core style game that borrows elements from Dark Souls, but isn't like yeah, full right. Dark Souls. Like, I would love to see that. Um, yeah, I kind of want to see them try something different. I mean, I know Sekiro is probably the most different they've gone, but I feel like they could. I want to see Miyazaki go in a different direction with his art at this point, I think he's kind of exhausted in my opinion uh, but anyway uh top three uh i think it i think it might be in my top three i really loved elden ring a lot um outside of the balancing um i think the lore and the exploration really did it for me so my top three currently are bloodborne elden ring and i think dark souls uh, maybe i really liked dark souls it was I mean, I hate Bed of Chaos. Fuck that shit. But I like, Definitely. I love Dark Souls, um, <laughs> and and you know, Sekiro is probably like I could swap Sekiro for any of those three any day. Um, mm. Anyway, and uh, what was the third one? Final thoughts. Um, it's probably my game of the year. Uh, I I can't imagine another video game coming out this year that will be a game of the year contender like Elden Ring. Uh, so that's where I'm at. I love it. Yeah. Kevin. Um, yeah. Uh, the first question was just overall thoughts, right? No, that's the third Sorry. question. The first question is, did it benefit from, oh, from transitioning oh, yes. to an open world? So I think it absolutely did benefit from being an open world game. Uh, I think 
I think this game has proven to me that FromSoft are the pretty much the best level designers in the business. Like, mm. like they yeah. they've managed to make Metroidvanias that are memorable that I'll never forget in my life, and they make an open world game, and somehow they beat everyone else who's doing it as well. So, like, <laughs> right. this is an impressive feat. Um, do I want them to continue making open world games? Hopefully, not the next game. Um, I think their Metroidvanias are the perfect pacing, um, style, and everything for me. So um, I felt like the open world is, is top tier, but I still felt a little stressed and anxiety about missing things. And uh, I just I just think that the the way that the design of the uh, Metroidvania is just ideal for for me. So um, yes, it benefited mm-hmm. from it. I think this is a game that they've been like leading up to all this time with their development. Um, so yeah, I think it's also cool they had this huge success for this game. Like I think it's really awesome for them. Like this has been like their big mainstream hit, and it feels like it's the game that should be the big mainstream hit because it's the open world game. So what was the second question? Yeah. Top three? Does it make your top three? Um, I'm going to say I'm going to bump it from the top three, even though it's amazing. Right. Um, it's Bumped. we Our lists are pretty homogenous here. For me, Dark Souls, mm. Sekiro, Bloodborne. You could probably interchange Sekiro and Bloodborne. I don't know. They're both amazing. But I would say this would be number four, mm. probably. Um, I had some frustrations with the game, but overall, I think this is... it's it's an, it's 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 like a slightly flawed masterpiece but like it's a masterpiece still right it's 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 a great game like i i'm gonna play it 200 more hours easily like when dlc comes i'm gonna be playing this game a ton like i've been talking about it with people it's been such an experience like just not just playing it but like talking with people about it like 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 every my friends are playing everybody could have this podcast all, all it's been just like it's offered so much so i really appreciate it for that it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool and the fact that this is like the sixth time through i've played a game in this style and i'm just as enamored with it as i was back then uh says a lot so yeah it, it okay. was kind of it was kind of cool playing dark souls right off of elden ring for me because i just felt like i was just playing like an extension of elden ring mm-hmm. so it just like on top of just talking to people about it but also just kind of getting into the legacy of it i feel like i dedicated all of march and april this year to just like from soft and it just felt it felt like an experience beginning to end totally that's also, awesome. I'm with Zach completely. I really want a an armored core. Like, please, yeah, give us an armored core. Yeah, give us some armored core. <laughs> also, more Sekiro. Okay, I'm gonna quickly knock these three out. One, I think it benefited from hugely from being an open world game, although to the to the uh, ex, like at, to the cost of some other things. But like, it if if Sekiro kind of gave me some of the mechanical feelings I had playing Dark Souls for the first time, like this game gave mm-hmm. me some of the sort of exploration feelings I had playing like a an oblivion or a skyrim mm-hmm. or, or an open world game um but that came at the cost of of like i think that the bosses in in the combat in general are just a step down from sekiro uh and uh and, and i think that like like if sekiro's last boss is like a final exam where it's like hey mm-hmm. do, were you paying attention to all the skills that we taught you over the course of the game this game's final boss is kind of like, hey, we're just going to try to just fuck you up. Like everything you learned over the course of the game, it's not going to matter that much here. Just do magic and summon some people. Um, so that that's a big bummer. Uh, yeah, it probably makes my top three. Um, do like my final thoughts are that basically like incredible exploration big letdown in terms of the boss battles like that's but but so good in the other ways that i can kind of overlook these these big deficits like this lopsidedness it's still i've had a wonderful time playing it and i'll probably play it for another 100 hours or so so pretty great game definitely game of the year agreed 
for me. I think uh, I think uh, you actually made like we're touching on this a little bit, Aaron, at the end uh, of your thoughts. But I feel like when I think about Elden Ring in retrospect, it's really easy for me to just nitpick those things I didn't like and be like, oh god, I really hated that one thing. But like overall. In the 150, 130 hours I experienced that game, I was just having such a blast in oh, a yeah. way that most open... Usually with open world games, I have this quota where after the 30-hour mark, I'm like, okay, I just want to finish this game. Like, like I'm done. Yeah. I never truly felt that way about Elden Ring, even after 100 hours, and I don't think an open world game has ever done that ever in my life. Maybe the closest being maybe like Red Dead Redemption 2, where I was like, I still want to play this game after 50 hours. But like the fact that Elden Ring was able to achieve that is just remarkable to me. Mm hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, over the course of my play, I had so many moments that for me felt like, oh, that was really awesome. And it kept surprising me and keep, kept me going with that. So even though now I'm like a little annoyed with this you know, some technical issues in, in the last yeah. boss design. Um, I still want to go explore more. There's still parts of the world I haven't checked out. There's still things I want to find. I got to get that fucking mimic tier. You know. You got to find easy mode, Aaron. Rivers of Blood and mimic tier? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway there. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we get out of here, guys? No. Uh, you should uh, actually. You know what? My game of the year is going to be Final Fantasy Origins: Stranger of Paradise. That's the best oh, game right. of the year. This is, this is getting edited out. Uh, Zach, thanks Thank for you. showing up. Thank we appreciate it. Me. Yeah, thanks for coming by, Zach. I, I literally only played this game to yeah. be ready for this. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. A true, a true professional. Mike, thanks for joining us again. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Love talking about Elden Ring with you guys. And uh, Kevin, Oren, the best. All right, we're out of here. Hope you enjoyed this. Bye.